You know, I had a very good Sunday show this past Sunday. Um, and, and we focused on how people deal with the issue of God and talking about God. And it's, it's interesting because we are going to be dealing with this conversation more and more. And, and, and those of us who believe in God need to be ready to explain why God is real. It's going to get so basic in the same way that we have to explain why it's not a good idea to have men go into women's locker rooms. We have to explain that, right? Um, yeah, we do. Yep. You wouldn't think you would have to explain that, let's say, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Or ever. Or ever, right? But here we are. We're explaining these very basic things. So uh, and not just that, we also have to explain how socialism doesn't work. You know, we've been doing that for decades as well, but there's been a revival of an interest in socialism, so therefore we have to explain it all over again. And it's very tiring. I mean, you can hear the fatigue in my voice as I'm describing the fatigue, right? So it's frustrating. And one of the things that we are going to have to get ready for is to explain why God is real and why God is the cornerstone of civilization itself. So it's all cute and well to imagine that you can have a civilization with, without God, but uh, you just can't. It's, it's really like saying, I can drive this car without the wheels, or I can drive, better yet, this car without the engine. There, there's, there's a, you, you can have a car that looks like a car, but you don't know that there's no engine in it, and therefore it's not really a car in the same sense. It's just the facade of a car. And that's the way it will be with civilization without God. Uh, and we need to be ready to explain it. So my show was how to make it clear to people that there is a creator. I won't even, I, I won't even call cre that creator God yet, but that there's a creator. Because too many times when you talk to Christians especially, and I love my Christians, you know that. I, I want all of America in particular to be Christian and Jewish. That would be great. If everyone were devoutly Christian, devoutly Jewish, even in the same percentages that they are now, uh, but everyone is that way, we would have a fantastic civilization. Everything would be great, okay? Uh, we'd have virtually no crime. We'd have virtually no deceit or fraud. They, 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 there'd be so much innovation, it would be great. But I digress. The point is, Christians, our Christian friends, very often, since their whole basis is on Jesus and Christianity per se, I mean, the, the, the very name Christianity uh, shows that its root is in Jesus. But for them, of course, they believe in God, but they talk first about Jesus and how they have faith and Jesus helped me improve my lives. And I don't doubt that for a second. But think of it from, from the perspective of somebody listening who doesn't believe in God at all, let alone Jesus. So he's hearing you say, as a follower of Jesus, that Jesus said this, Jesus said that, Jesus turned water into wine, Jesus walked on water, uh, Jesus healed the lepers. And that doesn't fly with his notion of science. Y you are saying something that to him is fantastical. So I, I, have the, I developed a, a new process of thinking in terms of how to relate to God. And that is first God, then Jesus. Okay, for us, we don't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. We believe he was real, you know, a human being. We have no, no, no issue with that. And then he was a very wise man. All the same, we don't believe he's the son of God. But that, that doesn't matter what I believe. 
or what Ari believes. The point is that we believe in God. So you, you can't just start off by saying he's the son of God. So you have to establish first that there is a God before you even have a son of that God, right? It's, it's basic. And the way I liken it is, you know, trying to teach your kid about calculus or advanced physics without any notion of numbers, right? You, you have to have the basics of numbers, such as uh, addition, subtraction, division, multiplication, and, uh, and then eventually, of course, algebra and so on. But you, you can't just go right into scientific, uh, you know, string theory, for example, uh, and contemplation of the speed of light without numbers. So first start off with the notion of whether there is a creator at all. And that one should be easy for you. I, I've gotten to the point with all the probabilities and statistics that I know that there's a God. It is too obvious to me. In the same way that I see Ari here, I know that Ari's here. In fact, I, I'm more confident that, that God is real than that Ari is, is right here. How about that? Okay, that's, that's how confident I am. I know that there's a creator. Now, is that creator the same God as the God of the Bible? That's another question, right? That's, that's the second thing you go to. And to me, I believe very firmly that that is the case. But I don't say that I know it. I believe it. And I believe it for different reasons than I, I know that there's a creator. The creator part of it is about the uh, statistical impossibility of a universe being formed, of life happening at all, let alone intelligent life and so on, and all the evolutionary process that would have to happen. It just, it just can't be statistically the way that we see it. So therefore, there's a creator. It's, it's obvious to me. But whether that creator is the God of the Bible, okay, maybe. I believe it very firmly for other reasons altogether, particularly that the Bible is so out of step with the rest of literature at the time that it, it, it's, it's very odd. It's not as if, uh, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like suddenly introducing, uh, you know, the, the album Abbey Road, which is one of the best albums I've ever heard from the Beatles, and introduce it in the year 1925. You'd say, wow, this album is really different than all the other music that's surrounding it, right? I mean, there was blues back then, there was beginning of jazz and so on. But we'd say, what the hell is this album called Abbey Road with those four guys crossing the street and as the album cover and so on like that? You, you, would, you would say, what? something was weird here. So that's the way I feel about the Bible. It, it's out of place with respect to everything else that was there at the time, including the notion that the heroes of the Bible were so flawed uh, King David in particular, right? Uh, Jacob. I mean, it, there, there's no perfect hero in the same way that there were perfect heroes in literature uh, of the time in every other book. There was the notion that you should, if you were to fake this Bible, you, you would never write this Bible the way that it's been written. You would, you would say, thou shalt obey your leader and you should pay, you know, the Goldsteins, for example, all your tribute and money and your wives for that matter. Uh, you know, as their primal right. And, uh, you know, it would be, an, uh, you know, some sort of like a little red book, like uh, Chairman Mao. That's what it would be. But instead, no, 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 this, this book is all about freedom, how that you should reject your leaders to the extent that they are oppressive, uh, 
that the only real leader is God. And what God wants from you most is to be free. What the hell is that? Men to leave others alone, leave others to their liberty. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And these Ten Commandments, they're, they're so out of place in terms of the way of the world back then. Now, there are some roots. You could say, okay, well, that's like, what's the, the code, uh, Har- Harabia's code? Um, I no. I too for the truth about proportional justice. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not at all the same. No. It, it, nothing like it. Like, I, a, honor your mother and father. It's uh, a treatise for liberty, healthy lifestyle, and prosperity for all. It's not about the acquisition and the accumulation and the centralization of power in any one area. It's, uh, it, there's an analogy I just thought of, which is, you know how you talked about these conversations you have to have, you know, all, all over again. And it, we've done, an, in fact, an episode called The Conversations We Should Be Having and all that. So leaving that aside. Um, but you know how uh, the lower a government makes taxes, the more revenue the government actually takes in because there's more prosperity. Uh, well, similar to this, um, one would assume that the more power and productivity you had or could acquire, the more powerful and productive you'd be. But the opposite is true. This manual, this Bible, this divine text, tells people the opposite of instead of acquiring power, give it away. But it's a recipe and roadmap for more prosperity and a better life for everyone. Right. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's such a good point. It's an amazing connection. And it's also a roadmap for how to be a leader and how to, be, to, to give away your power. Yeah, uh, in, fa- in fact, God doesn't want the Israelites to have a king. He, he strongly encourages them not to have a king precisely because he sees the dangers of having yeah, a king. And every one of their kings turns into one bozo after another. <laughs> and then I want to quote, uh, there's a philosopher writer of great mental prowess named Barack Lurie, who once said something about that text. He said, it is an instruction manual for life. Now, I just wanted you to make sure you were aware that yeah, you so, once okay. said that. Yeah, I heard about that guy. Uh, of course, it's, yeah, no, it's an instruction manual for life. But only as God it is. would give an instruction manual for life. Right, and it's set out through a bunch of stories that are really fantastic, they're interesting, and they're very meaningful. And so we can relate to them. They, they ring true. You know, you could say, okay, well, what? of course they can't ring true, Mr. Luria, and with all the, 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 the parting of the Red Sea and uh, the other the fire and the mana from heaven. Okay, uh, no, it, everything in terms of its storytelling does ring true. All the, the mistakes, and, and of course, even the Jesus story of the, uh, him going through the temple and being enraged and such. I like that part of yeah, the New the Testament. Yeah, the... it's, it's, he, he shows his... Uh, the human side of, of him. Now, we believe he was all human, of course, but even for the Christians, I think that they would appreciate like that he went through the temple angry because his human side came out as well. Okay. And, and uh, real fast, uh, we have a story about Pharaoh, and forget the Red Sea and anything like that in the Ten Plagues. We have the story about this ruler, Pharaoh, who was asked, hey, would you please let these people go? And his heart was hardened. Fast forward to the 17... 17- 50s and 60s and 70s, and there was King George of England, who was besieged to let certain people go, and his heart got hardened. And the same lesson in inarguable real life happened that was taught in that story. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so we saw life play out in a very similar way as, as the, the story of the Bible, like you told me. Okay, so, so the point is that it rings true. The, the message of the Bible is so 
out of step with the realities of the day and the way of the notions that we have today. You know, we forget that democracy seems so natural to us, the notion of freedom and the power of the individual. That, but we forget that how unique that is. That's really only a 200 and maybe 300-year-old uh, kind of a mentality. Before then, the individual meant nothing. The state meant everything. And you had to bow down to your kings and do what your kings said, and you hope that the king liked you. But that was, that's, that was, democracy is very new. And that's what makes the Bible so interesting because it's as if they took our mentality today and put, and, and you can find it right there in the Bible. There's virtually nothing anachronistic, nothing that, that seems out of step back in the Bible days in terms of from actually what the Bible teaches to what we believe in today. There, there's nothing that says, you know, slavery is a good thing, right? Nothing. Nothing that says that stealing is a-okay. Things that we don't believe in today, right? That we would never say that stealing or slavery is good. Or murder. Or murder. I mean, going through the whole thing, by, the, by contrast, there were things that the Bible was saying, such as don't commit adultery, that people were saying, what? Excuse me? What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, who uh, doesn't do that? Who doesn't do that? You know, I can be married for the sake of having kids, but I, I like my mistresses. Thank you very much. Nope. Nope, not cool. Don't do that. Now we, we understand that very fully uh, today. Anyway, the point is the Bible rings true. And that's why I believe that the creator is the same as the God of the Bible. That's an emphasis on the word believe. I don't know it like I know that there is a creator. That much I do know. The Bible, I strongly believe, I strongly believe that it is, it is divine and the creator uh, is the same God. Okay. Moving on to the New Testament, um, the Christians should, should uh, then, of course, you know, having established the Creator, having established that the Bible is real, the Old Testament, what they call the Old Testament, they can move on now to the New Testament and say, this is why I think the New Testament rings true to me. And, uh, it, and it does ring true to them. And God bless them for that. And that's how you should proceed. God first, Jesus second. Okay? There cannot be a son of God, if there is no God. So you got to lay the foundation, as we say in law, right? Lay the foundation that there is a God. Don't just start off by saying, I believe in the son of God. Well, okay, but if you're an atheist, you don't believe in God at all. Yeah, but shouldn't the Christians at least be given credit for the assumption that God is so real that we can immediately take God's existence as a given in other words, one of the, the I, vulnerabilities I, I that about. Christianity kind of has with the, the atheist mindset is it so almost doesn't take it into consideration as a possibility that it, it leaps immediately to Son of God and the uh, resurrection miracle um, because yeah, no, they I, assumed I, that no idiot walking around I know, would but not believe in God. But that's the problem. It, that is the problem. No, because no, that, it's in not, modern days, that's become a it's problem. It's not a fair assumption anymore, right? Not because, anymore, yes. Yeah, so that's why I say... You need to establish God first. These are the things. That's why I opened up with my, you have to explain things that you thought you would never have yes, to explain. Yes, of course. And that's the exact thing, the problem that Christianity, like you're saying, ran into. I think it's a profoundly brilliant point you're making there. Oh, well, you I, know? Pre I appreciate that. I just so, want to clarify a little bit more of that so you could, they, people could see a straight line to that. Okay. But, you know. so, so here's where I'm going to go with this. The point is that you cannot just start with Jesus. You have to have a foundation that you lay out that there's a God. It does not, it will not resonate. I know this only because 
I was an atheist myself. I know how the atheist thinks. I was a very deep atheist. I, I went down into all of its bowels, right? It's not a pretty picture. It's a very ugly scenario. And it's... it's proctologist's view of humanity. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's true, too. <laughs> but there are many, uh, you know, rabbit holes that you can go down with. It's a dark place. Just trust me on this one. It's very dark. And what I like about believing in God, and, and for that matter, knowing that there's a God, it's, it's elevating, right? It's, it makes the world a better place as you perceive it. And for, for that matter, you become a better person as well. And that's the point of atheism kills and now atheism destroys and soon enough atheism steals. And rise of the sex machine. It rise of the sex machine. Same, yeah, the same concepts were, were down there. I appreciate your remembering that. But look, we've got to have this. Now, one of the things that I, I think our Christian friends, and I really mean it when I say friends, uh, you know, I'm so grateful to God that Christianity has blossomed. Really, with all, you know, I was, I was about to say with all its faults and follies, you know, Christianity on a net net is really good. No, I'm not going to say that. Christianity, its faults and follies are so small in comparison to what you would expect. How about that? Because remember, Christianity is an institution that was run by men. Most of it, might, now some women. White men. And white men, okay, fine. But the point is that for sure, you're going to have, you know, foibles made by men because they're human. And to me, the miracle is that they're, that the Christianity got it right for so many, for, for two millennia. It's not as if they continued on with this horrible path of, uh, you know, uh, sanctioning slavery and actually saying slavery, for example, is really good or sanctioning um, wife abuse, right? No such thing happened. Right, you had uh, examples of of uh, uh, you know uh, pedophilia. God, for, you know, it's a horrific thing. I'll okay, say you but it was not. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's not. It's not a state-sanctioned uh, process, uh, a church-sanctioned process. Anyway, the point is that the church has done extraordinary things, and really advanced the needle of civilization. And I say say this. For all my Christian friends, whether they be Catholic, uh, you know, I know there's a division between Catholic and Christian. I get it. But all the denominations of Protestantism, um, the Catholicism, Mormonism, and evangelicalism, uh, in, in evangelicism is that, that's the word, right? All those guys, all of them have done such great work for the world. And, and that's where you need to, to be. But here's, here's the problem. When you talk about faith, it doesn't mean anything to the atheist. Because most of my Christian friends, our Christian friends, say, just accept Jesus. And then you'll see the great door opening and wonderful things will happen to you. I'm telling you, that is not the way to talk to an atheist. And I'm telling you, it's not the way to talk to a lot of these lowlifes uh, among the millennia uh, who, uh, millennials? Millennials. Millennials, there you go. Uh, who, who do not have the slightest coup, have not lived their lives whatsoever accepting religion. They, they think it's all a farce. It's all a, a tool to oppress people. And they're not about to get sucked in to your Jesus guy. Okay? Again, I'm, I'm expressing what they would say, how they think, not what, how we think. Judaism is very different. We, and, and I'm talking about devout Jews, not, you know, not these lefty Jews that that really have no clue what Judaism is about. They have not read the Old Testament, let alone uh, understood or even questioned the existence of God. Uh, I'm talking about 
uh, devout Jews. Devout Jews are number one imperative. You, you'll never ask, a Jew will never say, well, I just opened up my heart and accepted God. We don't think that way. We want proof. We need to debate the issue of God's existence. And in the process of debating, we inexorably come to the conclusion that there is a God because we debate it. We say, how do you explain, like we, and we do so often, right? How do you explain humor? How do you explain beauty? How do you explain music for that matter? How do you explain our sense of purpose, our sense of time, past and the present? How do you explain the sense of uh, our, our sense of free speech and free will and consciousness? These are things that prove to us that there is a God, because evolution cannot explain it. Cannot. You can, you can argue with me all day long that somehow there is an evolutionary process. But we have the animals against whom we can compare our own existence. The animals don't have the appreciation for music, beauty, purpose, free will, con- you know, all those things that we talked about. Yeah, and then there's another one, a big one. If you look anywhere in nature except in humanity, you don't find evil. Yeah. So people so often ask the wrong question. How could there be a God? If you've, and we've talked about this before. How could yeah. there be a God and he let this or that or the other happen? Well, it's very simple, actually. Without a God, there'd be no devil. Right. There would there you be go. no demon seed in the heart of man. E- e- evil is a reflection of, of our free will. It's one of the consequences of free will. So horrible things can happen as a result of free will if you misabuse it, if you abuse it. So uh, that's the point. And, and for us... As Jews, we are constantly, you know, one of the, the first mitzvot, first of the mitzvot is you shall know that there is a God, which means go out there and figure me out. Yeah, find me. Don't just believe in me. It doesn't say you shall believe in me. That's right. It says find me. Know that there is a God. Yeah. I, Ari, I love that mitzvah so much. And I take it to heart because, I, frankly, I love that mitzvah because I, I love finding doing my work to find God. Well, it's and, and, and by the way, and I want to hear what you say. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but uh, for me, I am struggling with my past all the time. The atheist in me, the, the former atheist in me, is always fighting within. And I, a lot of what you hear from me is a man that's trying to overcome his, his horrid past, his this, this disease of atheism that was in my brain. And it, it never has fully left me. It's created doubt in a way that I think is, is holding me back. But at the same time, I figure I'm going to express myself just to, to prove to myself as much as I am proving to other people about the dangers and horrors of atheism. That's where I am. That's why I do what I do. And in the process, though, I, I, I feel you know, enlightened. I feel emboldened. I feel such energy asking questions like, why is there a universe at all? Why is there anything? Why, why is there a difference between men and women? Why? Nature didn't have to make men and women. God didn't have to make men and women. If the goal is simply to make us multiply, well then why didn't he just create us in such a way that we could, I don't know, clip a a fingernail yeah, and put it in the ground and and water it. And then boom, here comes another Ari David. You know, right? I mean, why not? That, that would be super easy, but no, 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 no. But he has to make it you know, this thing called the woman and thing called the man, and they think very differently. They don't get along very often. We have to figure each other out, and, and it's so interesting. You, 
asking the question why is so powerful. And, and by but the, the atheist doesn't care about why. And by figuring that that question out, we be uh, the progress of of this of civilizational um, uh, uh, progress happens because you wind up with a better civilization when these people have to figure out how to deal with those people and those people have to deal with these people do in order to raise another generation. But here's where I think the chili really hits the cheese on this one. Atheism itself is proof of God's existence because atheism is the fingerprint of absolute free will, but it's the poison pill of the atheist um, uh, ideology. In other words, the atheist is in a self-contradictory position saying that my atheism is my free will and no God who created me would allow me to be an atheist. But yeah. we say, no dumb ass. Because you were created by a God who gave you free will along with all the things that make you a living, sentient being, he's giving you the choice well, to they, not believe in him. That's right. And it's foolish not to believe in him, but you're free to do it. Your ability to be an atheist, Hitler's ability to be evil, is proof that God allowed free will and created us in his image to have free will because otherwise he would have just made you like an animal and given you no choice right. in well, the they, matter they, whatsoever they, and no awareness. Okay, but they would say, and by the way, Hitler was an atheist also, so just to make that clear, not the Catholic that everyone likes to think that he, that portray him as. Also, he was not a vegan or a vegetarian as many people claim that he was. These are falsities. I just want to make sure that it's clarified. Hold on. So uh, the... The, the, the argument that you're making, and, and, and I, I understand it, Ari, but as a former atheist, I know exactly what I would say to that, and most atheists would say. Is, you're saying that assumes facts, not an evidence, right? You, you, you are assuming a God has made me, and therefore you've made me somebody. If, if I reject that God that has made me, well, therefore I'm, I'm acknowledging his existence. But I reject that there was a God at all. I think that everything that we see around us was the product of random uh, happenstance, like a, a billiard, bars and a, billiard balls on a pool table. That's where I think, and uh, that's where we are, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just a, this amazing circumstance that we're all here, and that's the why. And, and, and what you think is free will is actually there's no such thing. It's all, the, uh, it's all deterministic, uh, and therefore whatever you think you're doing is not really of your own volition. There's no free will. I know all the arguments. That's what sure. they say. It's, it's absurd, I think, yeah. but, but to me, the best argument against atheism in terms of the contradictions that you want to talk about, is that they, they speak the language of God, that they want the things that only God can give us, such as freedom, morality, and goodness. All those things, very related to each other, by the way, those are things that don't make sense, are, are irrelevant without God. Right? There's, who cares if there's good? I mean, is, there's no goodness or, or badness in the animal kingdom. Right. They're constantly arguing for the moral uh, uh, efficacy of events in nature, whether it's the behavior of animals or the behavior of the great forces of, of the earth, volcanoes, weather patterns, or whatever. But those are, have no, you know, they are just are what they are. They are what they are, and that's exactly right. And there's no such thing as morality. And, oh, he's a moral person. I mean, when I hear an atheist saying, I'm a moral person, and I, I always say, no, you're not. 
You don't believe you, you you don't believe in morals, and they get insulted. And I say, why are you even insulted? You 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 just told me that we are the product of random circumstances, like a billiard ball balls on the pool table, and and you're insulted when I tell you that that you should be act, acting just like the animals. What why? Yeah. Why, why, why is it important for you to have morals? Right. Why is it important? And let's take their morals at their word and say, why is it important that we engage in social justice? You don't believe in justice. Yeah. So why should there be? Why, why, why should the lion lay down with a lamb without <laughs> eating true. it? Why should we have peace? I mean, you, you believe, obviously you believe in, in the power and the survival of the fittest because you believe in evolution. You see that among the animals. Well, why shouldn't it apply to humans? I, yeah. don't, I don't get it. By the way, and why shouldn't you get rid of the elderly and the sick and the frail or the, the people who are born with, I don't know, who are blind or whatever? Anyone who causes us to do any more work to sustain Yes. Why, 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 you know, why, why not get rid of them? That, that's the whole pon- right. concept behind eugenics. And why not, why not do that? And then for that matter, why do you care about morals altogether, right? It's, it They just don't seem to, to get that. They're, they're an internal contradiction. That's where the hypocrisy really lies, Ari. Um, that's why you get to say an atheist doesn't even believe in his own atheism. If he proclaims a love for morals, he doesn't believe in his own atheism. Right. That's yes. the key. That's, that is key. That's a, that's a brilliant point. Yeah. And, and you see us manifested in all sorts of behavior that even people who proclaim a fealty to for God their, their actions show their atheism. So, for instance, um, a perfect example of a, a modern contemporary example is that modern Democrats, led by who they are, um, tearing down... And so well, I'm talking yeah. about, in this case, Schumer, Pelosi, and Biden. Okay. Uh, stopping the border wall that Trump built or was building and advocating for gun control while at the same time, in the wake of the January 6th events at the Capitol, surrounding it with a border wall with barbed wire fencing, even though walls don't work, and arming themselves with guys with guns. Yeah, yeah. Right? They, they don't, mean, they don't see, believe in their yeah. own... It, the hypocrisy knows no bounds at this. Um, I mean, just like... Uh, that's the, just a small example. A, very small. One, and other small examples are the masks uh, that they don't wear when Nancy Pelosi came into the hair salon, and then, of course, uh, Governor Newsom going into that restaurant without masks and, and in, indoors, no less. I mean, it's too... It's, there are too many examples of this hypocrisy, and they cannot lead, leave, uh, lead in uh, consistent lives. And, and no I, I, I don't really believe in God would do those right. things. Hence, they are atheists, as you would point out. That's right. Now, how did I become, what was the, the linchpin moment that brought me out of atheism? It was my recognition that there can be no free will without God. Every philosophy class will tell you exactly that. Okay, this is one of the most paramount things you will learn in any philosophy class. I learned at Stanford, uh, but every philosopher, anyone who majors in philosophy will say there cannot be free will without something giving it to you. Okay, that, it's impossible. Yeah, other than government, by the way, <laughs> right? Yeah, other way. Yeah. No, even government can't give you free will, right? So um, everything else is deterministic. Every, you know, it's a very sophisticated determinism. But for example, if I, if I, an atheist should say, and not that he will say it, but if I punch Ari in the face right now, he shouldn't be angry because I'll get to say to him, I'm sorry, dude, but that's what I was determined to do. I don't have 
uh, free agency in this situation. I, I had to punch you because of all the circumstances that led me up to this moment that just made me feel like punching you in the face. And I'm just going to acquiesce to your punch because it was going to happen anyway, so why should I waste time getting angry at you? Right, exactly right. Why so, should I thought you were a friend and now you're enemy? No, no, it was just it was going to happen anyway, like car accident. Right, and the reason why you... Look, whenever we... I, I always love giving this example. Like Darth Vader, okay, and, and for that matter, any evil, truly evil uh, character in movies or, or books... But let's use Darth Vader from Star Wars. Evil guy, right? Kind of has a redemption toward the very end of the, the three, three-part series, uh, four, yeah, five, and six. That's not the point. <laughs> that's not the point. The point is he's evil, and you see him right away. And let me give you a, a, a compare and contrast. Let's say that Darth Vader, all you saw of him was that he was doing terrible things, blowing things up. He never speaks at all. He just destroys things and uh, orders the destruction of this planet and uh, the slaughter of these people. And that's all he does. He, he just slaughters. We don't hate him. He's just somebody. You, we, we would hate him no more than we would hate a hurricane. Right? You don't hate a hurricane. You deal with its aftermath. Yeah, you hate that it happens, but the particular hurricane, but, as long as it leaves me alone, it left me alone. Yeah, you, you, you don't judge the hurricane, right? Yeah. Darth Vader, in the actual movie, we hate him. Because he chose to do. Bingo. What okay. He, does. he chose it. We we are angry with him because he had the ability to do good and he chose evil instead. That's the reason why. And no such hatred exists in the animal kingdom, right? Bad things can happen to one lion versus the other lion, and the other lions they don't resent him. That's, that's the way power goes, and, dude. And animal, it is a gigantically simple but important point. Animals aren't committing murder. The lion is not murdering every zebra it sees and just walking away. Right. Okay. In times of plenty, like in Alaska when the salmons are running, a bear might grab one salmon, just take one bite and drop it and catch another. But that's because of absolute abundance and the salmon are just jumping out of the water. Right. Okay, he doesn't even have to hunt. It just, oh, there's another one. <laughs> right. right? And then the birds eat the rest of it, so nothing's wasted. But lions don't spend all their time figuring out how to take down an antelope or a buffalo. And then you go, okay, it's dead. Let's leave and find another one. Right. It's always, no, there's always a purpose. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so so Hunger I mean, drives it. I don't. I, yeah, I don't want to beat this dead horse, no, but, but that, I, I think, think we get the idea. Point, yeah, murder is unique among our species, not theirs. Yes, and it's unheard of in theirs. Murder is precisely criminalized because it's about choice, and we are now imprisoning you for your murder because you chose the wrong path. Okay, we caught you. And we chose the wrong path. Now, you, the, the exact same person could be killing the exact same victim, but in self-defense. And not only will you not be punished for that, if it's a valid self-defense, of course, you might even be hailed as a hero. You see, it's exactly the same two people involved, but in the second scenario, you're a hero. Now, why is that? Because you have chosen in the first situation, to murder, and you've not chosen, you know, the circumstances were thrust upon you. You to protect others. Protect, exactly yes. right. Or protect your, your, own, your own life. Yes. So this is the, this is the point. And, and this is why atheism doesn't make any sense. Okay, look, we started off, and this is how we're going to end. You have to do a little bit more homework 
we are all going to have to do a lot more homework because we are going to have to fight for God because we're going to have to explain that there will be no civilization unless God is a very key part of it. We, there is no free lunch here. Civilization requires God. And you're going to have to know how to explain the reality of God to your atheist and agnostic friends who think it's blah, blah, blah. And understand the history of the world before monotheism came into the fore. Whether it's the Aztecs or the ancient Greeks, uh, the Greeks before the Greeks, that is, uh, the ancient Egyptians and all the horrors that happened before the arrival of the Judeo-Christian mindset. You have to be ready. And for that, you've got to learn your stuff. You've got to know why you believe what you believe. Not just have the faith in it. To want, that's just wanting to believe in something. And I respect it. It's better than not believing in God at all. But you have to roll up your sleeves and know that there's a God. You need to follow that mitzvah of the 613 mitzvot that we talked about. Go out there and know that there's a God. I'm Barack Lurie. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you next week.